This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. It's Freestyle Friday, and I'm Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I am Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Friday, July 29th, episode 2985, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. Congratulations. You made it to Freestyle Friday. That means Jamie and Glenn are here to lead you into the weekend with some fun horse talk and some really bad ads on Horses in the Morning. Uh, good morning, everybody. Welcome to a hot weekend everywhere. Just oh my God, everywhere. can I just take a minute to let you know and that I need a second because I have the tightest sports bra on and I cannot work <laughs> like this. Oh. You don't have to wear a sports bra to do the show, you know. I was riding. We're not that athletic I ran, here. <laughs> I ran up here and, and after my ride and it's just that's too much. I can't take it. <laughs> Hey, a couple oh. things. We'll give you a Mongol Derby update here quick. Also, I wanted to mention that if you wanted to send us a voicemail for episode 3000, uh, you need to get them in by Sunday night. So you only have two days as we're recording this. I got a couple of fun poems in, too, uh, last minute. So that was cool. So if you want to do that, go to horseradionetwork.com. Click on the voicemail banner on the right side of the page and just start recording. Tell us uh, what you want to tell us about episode 3000. Also, Mongol Derby update. I think it's going to end today. The way it looks, they're riding they're riding pretty hard, and I think they're going to end. They're at uh, Horse Station 25 out of 29. Now, they're in the mountains right now, pretty much going straight up and straight down, apparently. Uh, still in the lead after all these days is Patrick Heffron of Ireland and Chris Walker of the UK. Those two have pretty much been leading since about day three or four, and they're still in the lead. So, Do you think that they're the type of guys that are going to be like, let's do it together? Or are they like literally trying to trip each other up. You know, it's funny because I thought of that too. That's happened in the past, um, but I don't know. <laughs> don't know. I haven't heard the inside on I that. I mean, are there friends in the Mongol Derby or are there not? <laughs> I assume they probably knew each other, but I don't know. I really don't know. One's from UK, one's from Ireland. Like, Which one would I, you be? Oh, I don't know. That means so tough. Depends. Like, has this person helped me out, or has this person the whole time been and like pain in the ass. breathing? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because if it's like we're doing this together, that's great. If not, I'm good. you're going down. <laughs> Pulling up in the second pack, only about an hour behind are Tiffany Atterbury of Ocala. That's the veterinarian here. Of actually, a veterinarian at the farm we board at. Uh, Willamine. Uh, Yost of South Africa and Deidre Griffith of the United States. So those three are in the second. So we got two guys in the lead and three women chasing. So that's, uh, it should Go be interesting girls. to see Come what happens. Anything can happen, as we know, at the end of these. Like if, if Patrick and Chris pull up and their horse is a little off or doesn't, you know, come down, heart rate doesn't come down quick enough, they can get an hour or two penalty. So they haven't. They've been pretty good about that, actually. Um, and some of the riders were hit, apparently, by an epic thunderstorm. Now, you're out there in the open. There aren't a lot of trees around. last thing I want to be is out in the open in Mongolia during an epic thunderstorm on a wild pony. 
So no, none of this sounds good, but that sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah. Duck. So that's what's going on over there in Mongolia. You can go to their website. Just look up Mongol Derby 2022 and you can follow the dots as well. And they, they're posting all the time on their Twitter page. That's the best place to keep up with what is happening over there. But now it's time for Daily Winnies and something very exciting that happened in Jamie's life. <laughs> I got some birthdays. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy, happy birthday to you. <laughs> I have a lot of auditor birthdays this weekend, actually. Lisa Lemke, Jamie Lay, Denise Higgins, Alyssa Becker, and Amanda Kramer, and one more host of the Retired Race Horse show, Joy Orr. So happy birthday to all of you. Your old co-hosts' birthdays this weekend, too. And remember, if he mispronounces your name, which he did a couple of, uh, it's a badge of honor I because think I was he right. can't do names. Mm-hmm. I owned it. He did. <laughs> my daily when he goes out to, well, my son and I have been working on this for so incredibly long. And uh, there's, there's, yes, Glenn, it is still on TV. America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> when you posted that's the first thing I thought of, is that show still on? It's like 80 I years know. old. <laughs> it's, it's been on forever, and the host is now Alfonso Ribeiro, which was Carlton from uh, the Will Smith t- Pr- Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Mm. So he's the host of it, and he's, he's hilarious, and that's who Lucas and I have watched. For, we've watched this show forever, to the point where when Lucas is like, you know, I'm going to climb up that wall and reach over, I'll go, hold on! Don't do that yet. Let me get my camera so I can video it so we can win $100,000 on America's Funny Home Videos. And it literally has made him a more cautious human, which is really nice. Uh, because I'll just go, hold on. I don't, I don't have to say, don't do that. You're going to get hurt. All I do is say, hold on, let me get my phone so I can video. <laughs> well, we've sent videos in because there's an app and it's super easy. You just, you know, click to send. Like He'll be like, send that to America's Funny Home Videos. So uh, videos of him, my dogs, all this stuff, we've sent probably five in over the last nine years, you know, and uh, one I sent in a couple of years ago, which was I had turned the, I had a, a pasture with do with demure, my old warm blood and pink, and they were just turned out. And I turned out Duke with them because I was like, you're you're old. You can just go hang out with the old horses in this 10-acre pasture. Well, I turned them out. And Pink, this is the backstory, Pink and Demir were like, Demir's like running Duke all around. Well, what I didn't know was that the neighbor had cows and one of his bulls had jumped into the field with my horses. And so as they're all running around, this bull was like ganging up on Duke and it was hilarious. Like he just thought he was a horse and the horses were like, go away. Oh, but he's like, I love you guys. Let's go. And he was Those just funny running around. Years. <laughs> and yeah, it was hilarious. And so I videoed the whole thing and Lucas is like, you have to send that into AFB. So I did. And you know, you don't hear anything, whatever. How long ago well, was got- this? This is probably about two years ago. Two years ago, okay. But to be fair, so, so I, I don't watch TV. You know, I don't watch America's Funny Home Videos. But I got a phone call about three months after I sent it in. And they were like, hey, this is, you know, John from AFV. And we're doing this new show called America's Funny Home Video Animals. And it's going to be just animals. And we want to use your video, but possibly. 
And I was like, okay, whatever. So they sent me the thing and to sign this thing. Like they sent me like this whole checklist of signatures and whatever. So I sent all that back and I haven't heard anything. They never like message me. Apparently if they play your video on AFB, you're supposed to get a t-shirt and I didn't get a t-shirt. Okay. <laughs> and I clearly didn't win. <laughs> Nothing. Bumpkins. So definitely didn't now, get a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> no. And so now on uh Disney Plus, they just put all the American Home videos, funny song videos on Disney Plus. And so th- there was the animal one. I was like, hey, there's an AFB animal show. Let's see if they used our episode. And so we started watching in episode four. Here it comes. So we have the audio. This is me recording the television. And the voice you hear, my voice, is actually me just talking while I'm recording. So that sounds pretty loud. I'll do the best I can. I tell my kids regularly that they can be anything they want to be. There are no limits. I like to think animals feel the exact same way. There's Duke Demure and Pink. Growing up on a horse farm, Belle didn't think of herself as a cow. She thought of herself as a fine thoroughbred running free and living well. So let's not tell her. Let's just let Belle be the best horse she can be. Oh my god. <laughs> we were dying love. You you would have thought Lucas won the hundred thousand dollar prize. I mean he's like, wait, big like he was so excited it was so thrilling oh, oh sorry it replayed well sorry and 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 so you know they set it up with the she is this cow and she's running out with you know. inky and blinky and it's like did you put all horses. the fake winnies in there today Oh my God! No, all those Winnie's, none of those were there. I mean, they just really. What owned is it, it about some producers in Hollywood? They cannot help themselves. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but but the fact that they like can did this whole little story, and I've had a lot of people message me after I posted that. We're like. I saw that in the commercial. Like apparently they oh, use that in the, clip <laughs> in the commercials for the show. But again, I don't watch network television unless it's on one of these apps. And apparently it just got all dumped onto to to the app. So because it's ABC, which ABC and Disney are together. So so that's how that all happened. But yeah, it was just so funny. And uh, there's just nothing more exciting than seeing your kids so incredibly thrilled. Like we're famous. <laughs> That's funny. Well, congratulations. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, you're going to get, you know how you always say, I'm going to send out a million dollar check. You're mm-hmm. going to get that hundred thousand dollar check anytime. Anytime. You know, they, they, because it looks like they didn't do this because it was probably COVID times. They didn't do it with a, a live audience. So there was no voting. So just at the end of it, they're like, and this is the winner of the thousand Were you sitting on the edge of your seat or did you already know you didn't win? Well, I, this this was season one, and they've already finished season two, so oh, okay. I, I haven't got a check yet. <laughs> so I kind of figure I, I it's, but I did. Let me tell you what message AFB and be like, "Where's my T-shirt? I did not get a shirt." And maybe they don't son- do that for the animal edition. Exactly. I was like, um, I'm pretty sure we're supposed to get a shirt. So where's my shirt? I'm sure it's going to be like a yellow T-shirt with like green print and like. <laughs> now, would you have had to share the check with the cow guy? Because, you know, it's his cow that made the video. You know what? That cow, which, by the way, is not a cow. It's a bull, <laughs> caused a lot of problems and damage. So, no, Nathan, <laughs> you get nothing. The guy who owns the You're cow. You're not feeling like, guilty you about that, please? are you? <laughs> I'm like, you've got to get this cow. Because I couldn't get the horses in and out because the bull was like, come at me, bro. 
<laughs> like, and he actually charged Chad one time. Like, it was a big problem. But this was like day one, and it was still cute. You know, it's it ceased being cute after a while having a bull out with your horses, dude. Nathan, your, your bull got in my field again. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, you need to get it. Okay, did he I jump got it. into the field or was the yes, fence down? And then the next day, yeah, he, he'd wrangle him and get him to his field, and then the bull would be back in the pasture. And I'm like, son of a, you know, since the that video, I have had to put I put Demir down last spring, and and Pink has had another baby. This is right right before he bred her, so it's definitely been. Uh, interesting um, the way that things work. But yeah, a couple years ago and I just found out about it. So I'm sure it's old news. I mean, the thing probably aired at spring of 2021, but whatever. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Can I also say that if you have time today, no, not make time today to head to the store. The Mega Millions Why? is at oh. $1.1 billion. The oh my cash God. option cash option is at almost $650 million. So I've been thinking a lot about this, Glenn. You mentioned <laughs> yes. the lottery. And uh, I mean, I don't have to think too hard, but I've been thinking like cash option. You're all of a sudden dumped like, you know, $500 million or whatever you get. And then everybody is going to call you for money. But if you take the annuity option, then you can be like, mm, sorry, I'm tapped out for this month. Maybe next month I can help you like can't every month. And then you have an out. But then I realized you have to, rely on the government to give you money for the next 20 years. And I just don't think they'll do that. So what would you do? Oh, I'd take the cash option. I definitely just because of that. And plus my age, you know, the other thing is, you know, I'm 60. So will I live to 80? So I'm taking the cash option. But you're right. I mean, you know, how many people that won the lottery and are absolutely miserable because they're just being hounded all the time. All the time. I think you you, first thing you do is throw your phone in the toilet. Uh, get a new one with a new phone number that you give to nobody. Uh, second thing you do is move immediately to some place that you don't tell anybody, including your family. You just move. Uh, and then uh, and then you start your new life. <laughs> because... And then you make a huge donation <laughs> to the Horse Radio Network. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so if you took the $1.1 billion, by the way, it's $55 million a year. Did you live in that? Oh my God, I don't know. I mean, I'm scraping by on peanuts. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. So probably 650 million after taxes, you're going to be left with 450 million. I can't. How can I anyone could survive? That, I think I could probably live on that. What would be the? Fir- I mean, aside oh, from Jennifer like would the want to buy thing- a little farm immediately. You know, it'd be I, not a big he, farm because you have to take be. care of it. <laughs> yeah, like- but you could have employees. Yeah, but then you have hassle of having employees. It's a hassle. Would you buy an island? I mean, what are you? There's literally no boundaries if you have five hundred million dollars. True, it's true. I don't know. Wow, you know, it's crazy I, to think about. I know it is crazy to think about, and you'd have a thousand horses, a, a million thousand horses. You'd just have them all out there. It'd be, you'd buy yourself a large farm, and you would just. It would be like you are always have been your entire life. You would have more horses than you have land. Even if you had a thousand acres, you would have more horses than land. I would probably buy a thousand acres, like thousands of acres and like let Mustangs run free on part yeah. of it. And <laughs> yeah, then I'd have like right. a little show barn uh, with some. You would, you'd be like Mary Kitzmiller. Wouldn't even know how many animals you have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You, you need to bring it. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Bring it. I would get you a Percheron. I would. I would get a Percheron. That I would do. You'd get a dang team of Percherons. Percheron. I mean, there's no boundaries. No boundaries. 
Yeah, and, you know, you would have to have help because who wants to clean stalls when you're a multi-bazillionaire? Who wants to do that? You're not thinking big enough, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard because I've never ha- had the opportunity to think that big, you know, so. Uh, no. Yeah, I, I mean, know. you just sprung it on me. I, I would, I'd get a I don't know truck. what I would do. That I'd do. Nice My husband would buy a plane and we would fly anywhere we want. <laughs> yeah, yes, he would. He would buy a plane. I'll tell you one thing I wouldn't get is a boat. No, I'm not getting a boat. No boats. I would go to past episodes and find all those farms that were for sale, that like Adina Springs and all those. And like, be like, which one do I want? <laughs> They're still for sale here. You can for cool ten million. You can pick up like a thousand or fifteen hundred acres here in Ocala. So for yeah, your for your exactly. winter home. And be, I, be, I would rival the World Equestrian Center and be like, watch what I can do. <laughs> it would be funny you having your winter and summer home because of all your horses. It would take a caravan of trucks to move them every year back and forth. That's okay. I have $500 million. <laughs> you know what else we'd do? We'd buy a very fancy gold-plated metal sculpture from our next guest, whose name is Adrian True. Landon. Now, th- th- what makes him a little different than even the sculptor uh, sculpturer that you know What's that word? Sculptor. Jocelyn Russell, yes. the sculptress. Called sculptress that you know is that his, his are made out of metal and they're mechanical. So they move they're like cool. they're running. <laughs> so they're pretty cool. And the one he recently made was gold-plated. He's going to tell us about that coming up right after this word from Kentucky Performance Products. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. Spring is here, and so are pastures full of luscious green grass. Spring grass is high in vitamins, minerals, and sugar. Most horses have little problem adjusting to the changing sugar levels found in spring pasture, but for at-risk horses, grazing on sugary grass can lead to big problems such as colic or laminitis. By paying attention to daily temperatures and following a couple of simple rules, you can limit your horse's access to such sugar-laden grasses. In the spring and fall of the year, limit grazing or stop it completely when daytime temperatures are warm and nighttime temperatures are below 40 degrees Fahrenheit. Under these conditions, the grass produces sugar during the day and it stores it in its leaves. At night, the plant transfers the stored up sugars to the roots and stems to fuel the growth. If the evening temperatures are cold, the grass will not make that transfer and all of the sugar will remain in the leaves where it is readily available to your horse. In the summer when days are sunny and nights are warm, it is safe to allow grazing in the early morning hours, but it should be restricted late in the afternoon or evening. This is because most of the sugar that was produced the previous day has been used for growth overnight. Therefore, the level of sugar in the leaves is low in the morning. But as the day progresses, the grass once again accumulates sugar in its leaves in preparation for nighttime growth. So later in the day, the more sugar-packed leaves become. Because grass is a great source of essential vitamin E, horses that are restricted from grazing, especially easy keepers and horses in hard work, may develop vitamin E deficiencies. Lack of vitamin E can result in sore, stiff muscles and neurological problems. Elevate Maintenance Powder from Kentucky Performance Products is an affordable way to provide your horse with the vitamin E missing from his diet. 
Each scoop provides 1,000 international units of natural vitamin E, and natural vitamin E is absorbed and retained in the tissues at a much greater rate than the synthetic vitamin E found in many feeds and supplements. Best of all, when you choose a Kentucky Performance product supplement, you get a 100% satisfaction guarantee. This Nutritional Minute has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find all of their terrific products at kppusa.com. Adrian, thanks for joining us this morning. Hi, very, very happy to join you. So I was just talking about your fascinating sculpture that's over in England at the Daxton Hotel, or actually in Michigan in the Daxton Hotel, Birmingham, Michigan. Uh, yes. What uh, what started you on on sculpting horses? Were you a horse person? To do, were your parents horse people? How'd that get started? Yeah, so I grew up riding horses with my dad. Um, my dad grew up riding horses with his dad, so uh, in France. So uh, generations of uh, horsemen. Um, and I started sculpture when I was about uh, 19 in, in 2009 in New York city. And, um, uh, my first sculpture was actually an American Buffalo, but, uh, then I soon made, so to make horse sculptures and they were very successful and I've just, uh, never stopped since then. And then, uh, always push, uh, to, to do new things, to make a mechanical horse and then a giant mechanical Pegasus. So it's been a journey of, uh, about 12 years now of making horse sculptures. Did somebody commission you to do a mechanical one or was that your idea first going, ah, I was just going to try this. Uh, that was my idea. And, um, you know, it's something, you know, I had a vision, I had the idea and not many people understood or thought it was possible. Um, I just did it for myself and I, I knew that eventually it would be, uh, an, an incredible success. And, yeah, I just went for it. It took me two years to design and build the first, you know, working model that was ready to go off into the world on its own. And, um, and then I sold my first mechanical horse, uh, three years ago. Have you, have you always done metal or is that just one of the many things that you've done? Um, well, I, you know, I've been an artist, uh, as you know, since I was a kid, uh, always drawing and playing with clay. Um, oh, like all throughout high school as an artist. And then at around the same time that I started metalwork, I also, um, started violin making with my father, who's, uh, been a violin maker for 40 plus years. That's cool. Um, so yeah, so he has a violin shop in New York city. Um, I learned with him. I've, I've built, you know, several cellos and violins and violas. Um, but that's like a very formal, limited craft, uh, and metal is really, it's, to me, it's the material of like infinite possibility and, you know, art is just, you know, just a realm of pure creativity. You know, we've had so many artists on over the years and, and including sculptors who have talked about how horses are so hard to do one because of musculature and shape and, and you added getting the the running right right so you you have the mechanical so the legs off to move in certain ways and so you just added a whole nother level of complexity to doing an already complex project to begin with (laughs) (laughs) Um, how can we make this harder (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, what I can say is that, uh, yeah, the, the horse is, is a, a complicated uh, figure anatom- anatomically, but to me, there's um, there's just so much more uh, beauty and grace and expression and perhaps energy in, in a horse uh, compared to human figure, for instance, and that's just for me. Um, and when I when I made my first mechanical horse, it never felt uh, really complete um, because it was it just, like exactly that. Just like sculpting a horse is one thing, like making a moving horse is really another thing. And uh, it just like it took so much just to get it to move, um, but it never looked good enough to me. And when I sold my first one, it was a, it was a commission three years ago. The client um, of the Daxon Hotel was like, you know, name your price. Please make your best piece, and that really just allowed me to to really put the energy into making it look as amazing as possible. And now I feel like it is a finished piece, and it really looks more anatomically correct and has the the movement, which is you know as close as I could get it to. A horse galloping. We'll put a link in our show notes to the video so you can see how this horse moves, and it is really cool. Uh, I mean, to be fair, everybody's probably already seen it because it went incredibly viral. I mean, this is a phenomenal s- sculpture. Um, now, tell us, you know what, Glenn? Here's the thing. What he did was not hard enough. So, in, instead of just making a horse that moves and simulates galloping, let's add wings and light it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little bit about Wings of Glory. Okay, yeah, Wings of Glory. Well, so that, um, the inspiration for that came from the event of Burning Man. Uh, and I got the idea to do that Um as I was preparing to go to Burning Man for the first time in 2018, uh, you know, I, I had not been yet, but I had heard about it. My brother had gone, I had seen pictures, you know, so it was like this, this magical new world, uh, where everything was, uh, huge. Everything was on fire. Uh, everything's crazy. So like, okay. And, and so I went for the first time in 2018 and right after I got back, I started uh, planning for this project. I'm like, okay, it's going to, I have to go bigger. I have to go on fire. You know, let's put wings. It's just, it's like, what, what is the most amazing thing that I can do uh, and create? And just like to draw the most awe out of people. And yeah, that's what I came up with. And it was like uh, being Joan of Arc, just, you know, <laughs> being, being given a mission. There's, you know, once you have an idea like that and the inspiration, there's there's no going back. You can't turn it down. You just have to do it no matter what, and, like, nothing will stop you. And, uh, yeah, that's what happened. And it was just such an incredible success, and so many people helped me. That that's there, There's so many aspects of this project that were just so mind-blowing to me, but one of them in particular is how many people came to me out of nowhere uh, and like offering their help, their time, their energy and their resources. And, and yeah, I'm just always so thankful to everyone who helped me on that. How big was Pegasus? Uh, 35 feet tall when the wings are all the way up. <laughs> Did you transport it in pieces? I assume and put it together there in the desert. Yes. Yes. Luckily everything fits on one trailer. 
Um, and but yeah, it was all in pieces. And we arrived at Burning Man a week ahead of the event uh, with my crew of uh, about ten people. And yeah, so we we spent uh, o- over two weeks camping in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> Where did where's Pegasus live now? So right now, Pegasus is in England um, at the Chatsworth House. Um, so there's a, a six month Burning Man sculpture exhibition at this Chatsworth House in Northern England. Um, so it's a, a an enormous mansion estate uh, where you know eleven generations of dukes and duchesses have lived, and is now open to the public. Um, and so, uh, my partner, Rebecca and I went to install it there in March and then we have to go back in October to pick it up. <laughs> that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. That it's international now, right? I mean, that's pretty cool. I do yeah, have a, yeah. I have a question stuff for you. It in a, a shipping container and, and, uh, send it on a boat. So my next question is about marketing. So you first started doing these sculptures. How do people find out about artists like you? Do they then contact you? Do you go out and actually push for business, or is it all word of mouth? Um, I'd say recently, in the past couple years, um, most of my sales have been just through online presence. Um, and for instance the viral video of the golden mechanical horse, which is at the Daxon hotel, which I, I think you're referencing in the big, in uh, the beginning of the call. Uh, there was a video that went viral that, that currently has eight, eight plus million views. And then it's been shared countless times and reposted. And so, you know, they, it's probably up to a couple more million than that. Well, that's how um, we found you. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, so I've had so many people reach out to me from that post going viral, and I didn't even make that video. I, I've posted other videos of it on on Facebook and YouTube and all that, but and they've gotten a couple thousand views. But this person who who on Instagram who doesn't even have maybe has like five thousand followers somehow posted this video and it just blew up. Like that that's just the phenomenon of viral videos. Um, and yeah, so most people just find me online somehow. Well, congratulations. Does that mean that with all these people contacting you now, you can like quadruple your rates? No. <laughs> yeah, don't answer that. <laughs> Too bad. We're all work. buying lottery yeah. tickets tonight, Glenn. It doesn't matter where you live. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's still not, it's still, it doesn't guarantee anything. Um, you know, there, it, there have definitely been, uh, 20-fold more uh, sale inquiries over the past couple of months because of that one video from this uh, person. Um, but no uh, fish biting the hook yet. <laughs> okay, yeah, we all know how the sales works, right? Um, yeah. Well, I think there will be. still an artist after all, Glenn. Yeah, that's I mean, true. <laughs> it's the artist lifestyle. That's true. Well, we thank you for joining us today. This is absolutely fascinating. Congratulations on, on the success of the video, and this thing is absolutely amazing. I mean, all of your creations are absolutely amazing because they're all so different, too. Um, but uh, thank you. have fun with it. And we hope that every one of those people signs up and sends you a check. <laughs> thank you. Can I mention one more thing? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm doing a project this year for Burning Man where I've invited artists to make a horse sculpture. And so we've received the grant from Burning Man 
and we've given uh, grants to 10 artists uh, to make a horse sculpture, and we've accepted four other artists who, who will be self-funded. And we currently have a fundraiser going on right now to uh, cover all the other costs of transportation and uh, lighting and post-exhibition. Uh, um, you can find details on that on my Facebook and Instagram of recent posts. Um, so yeah, we're going to have uh, an amazing herd of life-size horse sculptures at Burning Man this year, all each one made by a different artist. And we have such an incredible selection of artists and it's such a fun and inspiring project um, that will then be exhibited into um, in Nevada and the rest of the world after that. Whoever. Well, now I want to go to Burning Man just to see the horse sculptures. <laughs> yeah. And so if anyone is looking for a a place to exhibit horse sculptures uh, after Burning Man, uh, please let me know if you have any ideas. Uh, And yeah, we have a fundraiser with links to that on my website. I do have an idea, actually, and that's the World Equestrian Center here in Ocala, Florida. Um, So I will email you my idea and and the contact person because I think they would definitely be interested in that. Okay, wonderful. Yep. So I'll. I'll you, you guys are in Florida. Yeah, I'm. I'm in Florida. Jamie's in Oklahoma, but uh, I will definitely email you that that link because I think that's something they they have a whole series a circuit in the winter, and I think that's something they'd be interested in having there. Wonderful. Is that is that in Wellington? Yeah, it's in Ocala. Ocala. Okay. Yeah. Great. It's, it's the new Wellington. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right, Wonderful. sounds good. And the website is adrianlandon.com. We'll put links to everything in our show notes. If you're one of the few people who haven't seen the video, you can go watch it there. Thank you. Thank you, Adrian. Thank you. Thank you very much, guys. Take care. Well, who would ever thought that horse sculptures would be the big thing at Burning Man of all places? I mean, that's amazing. It's awesome. But his sculptures are so like, they're sciencey, but they're technological as well. It's just, they're awesome. Yeah, definitely go to adrianlandon.com. And then there's also ones that just, you know, as a, as a, not an art artist, I don't appreciate all sculptures, but I at least appreciate the horse ones. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they're. Isn't that true of any, anything in life, right? Exactly. Like, I'm not <laughs> sure I understand all the abstract ones that he's done, like eggs and bacon and seascape. I don't get it, but you know what? We Somebody actually does. went to an art museum recently. Uh, I forget where we were, Gainesville maybe, and we went to this art museum, and I didn't understand 99% of the paintings hanging on the wall. But, ooh, there's a pretty horse. I get that. <laughs> I do that. That's how, that's the art. And, and I will walk through a museum of art like Chad and I've traveled and gone to art museums and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, horse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Horse. horse. There's a horse in that one. And then I'm like, would that actually, you start, why does that horse have eyeballs? Like you start like seeing horses in the abstract art too. Um, kind of see horses in there because that's the only I way can, it makes any sense to me is if I see, I see horses in clouds. <laughs> I have a story. You know, this is a tissue alert. Jennifer said I had to warn that's everybody so that this is a tissue alert because it's amazing. I'm trying to get them on. I reached out. I'm, we'll probably have them on the show. So this is basically a second daily Winnie the, for, that I'm going to give to the ultimate horse husband here. Uh, his name is Marty Costello. Marty is a horse husband to a dressage rider named Wendy. Now, Wendy had a dream to join the USDF Century Club. And what that means is that the rider and the horse have to compete in a competition and their combined ages have to be over 100. 
So she had this dream of doing this, and unfortunately, after an 18-month battle with cancer, she passed away December of 2020 before she reached her goal. Uh, her horse was close, so she was close to reaching her goal, you know, between her and her horse. So Marty decided that at the age of 75, he was going to find a horse that would be the appropriate age and get into dressage. So he's just a horse husband before this point. So he starts taking lessons. He borrowed a horse. He remembered there was a horse they had sold to a lady that should be about the right age. And he checked into it. He called the lady up and said, hey, I sold you this horse named Junior. He should be about 25 years old now. He's 75. So he knew that was a perfect match to make 100. And the lady said, sure. So he borrows the horse back. And after a year of training, a the 75-year-old graduate of the US Naval Academy became a member of member of the Century Club by earning a 75% on an introductory level test B at the Potomac Valley Dressage Association Ride for Life benefit show held on June the 25th in Upper Mar- Marlboro, Maryland. After the ride was over, he looked up and pointed to the sky and told Wendy, "We did it." So Can you imagine, 75 years old, you're not a rider, getting up there and taking dressage lessons for a year just to do this. And they chose the PVDA ride for life because it's it's a fundraiser for Johns Hopkins. I can't say Johns Hopkins because there's two S's. Um, Yeah. And that's where Wendy got her treatment for her cancer. And he was so appreciative of that. That's why he wanted to do the ride here. Uh, so it was a fundraiser for them as well. So congratulations to him and to Wendy for finally accomplishing that. What a cool story. What a great husband. Oh my gosh. Just (laughs) warms your heart. Like, oh, it's so sweet. And one of the toughest things to learn in riding at the age of 75, I can't imagine myself taking dressage lessons at any point. Yeah, no, you're yeah. never going to do that, no. ever. Jen, <laughs> Sorry, you're Jen. on your own. If you want to make the Century Club, it's all you. Yeah, it's all you. She's going to live much longer than me anyway, so she probably has a better chance. But what an amazing story, and I'm trying to get him on. I want to talk to him about how hard it was to to dive into dressage and get into all of that. So uh, hopefully we'll have him on in, in the coming uh, months. All right, it is time to do some really bad pay it, I'll say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right. It is that time of the week where we do some really bad ads that are sent in by our listeners, usually off of Craigslist or Facebook or someplace. We just have a little fun reading them and having a good time with them. We have a lot of recorded ones that uh, the listeners have done themselves, too. So we appreciate that. We... We have not, I have not gotten the confirmation on prizes from horse lovers yet, but I do know that next week I can announce a great big prize that we're going to run through the end of the year for everybody that submits. And then we'll have some smaller prizes along the way too. But you guys are going to be very excited about this one. So that's coming up uh, next week. We'll make that announcement. In the meantime, uh, let's do some really bad ads. 
Now, by the way, everybody that has contributed for the last couple of weeks are entered into the upcoming prizes. So don't worry and about that. And remember what happens if you, we don't get prizes. Glenn said you a million dollars. That's right. Just like you're getting your 100000 <laughs> from America's Funniest Home Videos. Yes. For that we were waiting on our checks. <laughs> I can see Lucas on the show. You're one of the three finalists for the $100,000 sitting there in the front row. I can see Lucas getting all excited. And to be fair, like that is by far not the funniest video. It's not like I've sent them a hundred. I've sent them like five, but of funny videos, that was like the least funny. Yeah, so it was I need cute. to dumb it down. It was a cute yeah. video, actually. More than funny, yeah. I think. I need to show that send them the video of stupid Zeus walking into the barn, opening one door, walking <laughs> through that door, then opening the next yeah, one. Yeah, that would be good. All That's a good one. Why didn't you send that one over yet? <laughs> you could be their regular horse contributor. Um all right, this is Vicky sent this in. She gets double the entries for reading her own. Now, if she All does right. it in an accent other than her own, she gets triple the entries. Let's find out. Oh, yeah. Hi, this is Vicky and my 10-year-old granddaughter, Serenity, from Tennessee. She's going to read a bad ad from a Tennessee Facebook page. Awesome. I have two horses for sale. One is a seven-year-old Dan Stallion. Started on the saddle. He's doing awesome. We ride him every day. The other one is about maybe 10 to 15 year old. Not 100% sure. She's green broke. We ride her every day. Mare, both great horses and the longer we have them, the more we'll work on them. So the price will go up. We were going to use the stallion as a show horse. And then the mare is a trail horse. I have only had them a little over a month. So they do have Coggins. Both horses, both these horses are pretty laid back. They do not like the canter. <laughs> she gets a thousand points right there. Oh my God. Okay, first of all, let me say that Vicky, I'm not sure that she actually, th that sounds like it could be her real accent. I don't know. Tennessee. But Vicky but has no accent. I don't care. I don't care. She gets quadruple the entries because that was awesome. So she gets I a thousand mean, entries right there. That was so great. All oh, right. my God. I'm going to play it again because now yeah, that you've heard it, it once, let's hear it again because I haven't heard it before either. That's great. Let's see if it plays. Come on, play. Hi, this is Vicki and my 10-year-old granddaughter, Serenity, from Tennessee. She's going to read a bad ad from a Tennessee Facebook page. I have two horses for sale. <laughs> One is a seven-year-old Dan Stallion. Started on the saddle. He's doing awesome. We ride him every day. The other one is about maybe 10 to 15-year-old. Not 100% sure. She's green broke. We ride her every day. Mare, both great horses, and the longer we have them, the more we'll work on them. So the price will go up. We were going to use the stallion as a show horse, and then the mare is a trail horse. I have only had them a little over a month, so they <laughs> do have Coggins. Both horses, both these horses are pretty laid back. They do not like the canter. Oh, my God. 
Vicky, yeah, if she could send that, an ad every week, that'd be great. That was fantastic. <laughs> I told you, so all Southern accents are different. Like the Georgia one is different than the Oklahoma one. Well, let me tell you, Tennessee is a little different too. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe you, but the horse. Can we talk I, about how so well she reads at 10? <laughs> I mean, she does. That was awesome. That, that was, was awesome. unbelievable. Well so, done. Okay. So if you read the ad yourself, you get, so if you send in a really bad ad, you get one entry. If you read the ad yourself, you get double the entries. If you read the ad yourself in a set, an accent that's not yours, you get triple the entries. If you have one of your children read the accent or your grandchildren, you get quadruple the entries. And if that child then puts on an accent, five tuple. I don't know what's <laughs> I don't know what that You get a million is. entries. <laughs> oh, my God. It's fantastic. That was really good. That was one of the best ads good we've job, ever had, Serenity. actually. <laughs> Woo! Love it. Should we just end? How are we going to match that? Come on, keep going. All right, Caitlin. You has can't next. get off work early. Caitlin <laughs> sent this one in. This is Massachusetts horse people on Facebook, okay? Anyone willing to lease their T H E R E horse weekly, maybe two days out of the week? Space, space, period, space, space. Just want to ride. No punctuation. Her and their lot. Places require a lesson to ride. I am experienced and just want to ride. Dot, 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 semicolon, close parentheses. <laughs> or if no, K-N-O-W barn changes to ride and not B-Y-E by the lesson. This person really doesn't want to take what? lessons. We don't want, le- I don't want lessons. I just want to ride okay. your horse. Now that I've read that as it was written, let me read it as uh, just going through it, okay? okay? Just so we can grasp what they're actually trying to say. Anyone willing to lease their horse weekly, maybe two days out of the week, just want to ride her her and there, here and there. Lot places require a lesson to ride. I am experienced and just want to ride. Or if no, barn changes to ride and not buy the lesson. I still don't get it. So you think so, they really are experienced or they ride rode once when they were a kid? Listen, man, I'm experienced. <laughs> I know what the heck I'm doing. Yeah, I don't need your stinking lessons. I just let me ride your horse. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just want to ride the horse, okay? I know what I'm doing. I just want to go for a ride. I don't need no stupid lessons. Right, you lessons. get no extra points for that accent. It's There's Massachusetts. No extra points it's got to be like some sort of Boston <laughs> thing, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, Lori sent this one in. I don't need your points. <laughs> Hi, Jamie and Glenn. Hi, this is from the Michigan Barn Working Cat Program, and it's not bad, but it is funny and warning. It is kind of long. Oscar is awesome. He loves to murder mice, rats, bunnies, squirrels, <laughs> bats, and birds. He will chase male deer, groundhogs, and slap foxes and dogs. We have an acre and a half, and in the highlight days of summer, he kills and brings me a dozen things. He is a spectacular murderer. He would murder all day, every day, if he could. Not completely feral. Not completely domesticated, armed with razor blades for claws and teeth. It's hard to flea treat him, and you are not clipping his nails without welding gloves. He weighs about 16 pounds, so no hawk is going to pick him up easily. Cuddly about once a week between the hours of 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. Otherwise, he does not like people and will not let you touch or pet him. You can basically only pet him about once a week at midnight. But he does not voluntarily attack people or other pets. If you let him be during the day, he will murder mice, rats, etc. for you all day, every day, as this is what he likes to do. So at one point, my wife and I had six pets, and then we had a baby. 
Life changes when you have a baby. I was already allergic. My wife told me to get over it. But the baby <laughs> is sneezing and has congestion. Plus, all these pets eat up more time than we have. With Oscar's size, the inability to trim his claws, and his semi-feral personality, he is the first on the list to rehome. Perfect for a barn, perfect for a farm, perfect if you only want to see and pet your cat like once a week and let him murder things the rest of the time. <laughs> Free, no rehoming fee, just be as good to him as you can. So I do hope Oscar gets a good home. I'm sort of tempted myself. <laughs> oh, my God. I Why mean, just... is it that you women don't care that we're miserable? <laughs> Why is that's what I got out of that whole ad? I know the murdering cat thing, but here he is allergic as hell. And she goes, get over it. But the baby's allergic. Oh, we got to get rid of everything. Oh, you don't matter. But the baby matters. <laughs> Apparently not. Duh. <laughs> Why does it surprise you? <laughs> Michelle, I so- had a friend who rode with me and her husband was allergic to horses. And he was so violently allergic that she couldn't have a saddle pad in her car. But we boarded at a barn where you had to take your tack to and from. There was nowhere to leave it there. And if it did, it was sketchy <laughs> if you'd ever see it again. So she'd have to take it back. Well, guess it. They just didn't ever drive her car anywhere. You, he just could not get in her car because he was so allergic. <laughs> I guess you didn't have to worry about him hanging out at the barn, huh? No, never saw him. He's great. <laughs> no century ride for that family either. No, he's not doing anything no. for her. <laughs> but how many people have we talked to that are horse women that have been, are allergic to horses and just... I'm allergic to yeah, horses. I'm true, allergic yeah. to horses, You're allergic to, to everything. Hay, to ev- everything. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is Indiana Horses for Discussion. Michelle sent this one in. This is an eight-year-old mare, 15 hands is gentle rides well. She has been overnight camping trips and does great. Anyone could ride her. Big mare, sweet mare, space period, gets along with other horses. She is for sale. Do not fault of hers. (laughs) I have tried for, F-O-U-R, the last three months to get a farrier out here and no luck. I have called four of them. She needs somewhere who can get her feet done every six weeks. Do not bring... Do not, due to not being able to get it done. This is why she's for sale. Well, this one's just sad. This is we just can't a find sad. A barrier, ad. So I'm just going to get out of horses. Well, you know what? I wonder how much of that's going to happen as farriers get harder to find. Do you know what I know? Want to know actually is I didn't how mean much to get of all that serious? Actually... But I just got sad for this person. Okay, no soul, Glenn. <laughs> duh. Sorry. First of all, it's probably all lies. I mean, let's read between the lines. It's an eight-year-old, 15-hand mare, is gentle, rides well, has been on camping trips, does great. Anyone can ride her big, sweet mare. Gets a, you said that already. She's for sale. It's not her fault she's for sale. But, like, I it's don't never know. Their her fault feet are sale, so really. long that she hasn't been trimmed in nine months, and now she's lame. <laughs> so we have to sell her. <laughs> okay, I feel better now that you put it that yeah, way. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Valerie sent the next one in. Valerie, thank you so much. Located, it's a, I think it's a Craigslist ad. And that starts up with located in Shingle Springs. Okay, I will look that one up. I need to know where Shingle yeah, Springs is. <laughs> Go ahead. Because it's shingles don't spring unless there's a problem. All right, you, you go ahead, do the ad. I'll find Okay. She's a five-year-old grade Appaloosa slash Friesen, Appaloosa slash Friesian X cross about 16 hands as in just enough Friesian blood to give her Herculean strength and flair to her sass. 
all caps. She is a project. She bolts when you're leading her. She is not suitable for you if you're a beginner. She is not suitable for your husband unless your goal is for him to divorce you. (laughs) (laughs) She's a big, bold personality. Solid candidate for eventing. Why? Big strides, loves water, identifies as a Kelpie, stands in the trough, eats the hose like spaghetti, (laughs) fears nothing. Especially me screaming at her to leave the hose alone. (laughs) Living in a herd of seven, all mares in one gelding, eats from one pile with all seven noses together and no one looses an eye. She needs a round pin and someone with time committed to her every day. I have neither. <laughs> Sounds like a really nice big horse. It does. Be it great. does. Put her out with Zeus. I think those two would get along great. Where is Shingle Springs? Is it in Oklahoma and I can go buy her? No, uh, you have to drive a little further. So apparently Shingle Springs is an old mining town in El Dorado County, California. Oh. And well. Population of 4,000. So this can't be the right. Apparently they're place. not mining anything anymore because everybody left. So oh, she also says she'll deliver depending on where you are. How about oh, you deliver to Oklahoma? I want it. <laughs> so you have to go a little further to go to California. Well, we learned about a new place today. Alicia sent this one in. Let's see. Alicia. Hello, my name's Alicia, and I am reading a really bad ad for you guys today. So this one comes from Craigslist, and it's in Central Texas, and I could do my best at a Texas accent, but I don't know how it'll go. But um, I'll preface this with there are a bunch of photos with some pretty questionable horses that don't look to be in the best shape with their heads straight up in the air with giant bits in their mouths and people riding with tennis shoes. But anyhow, here's the ad. Horses for rent out here in Texas, for those people, they love horses, but life is too busy to own them at this point in life. You have a weekend off? Why not come out to rent a horse for a loop around town or in the arena? Great for a couple, or if it's just you, spend some quality time out in the country with horses. If you are an experienced rider, you can just ride by yourself, or if it had been 20 years since you had been with horses, I will teach you go back in the saddle. Text me, ask your questions. <laughs> so I I, uh, I like that they are offering riding for people who don't have their own horse. I just thought it was kind of funny. And um, I could definitely send the photos just for um, safety's sake. I don't think I would pay to ride these horses. But anyway, hope you guys enjoyed. And I'll submit more if I can find any. Thanks comment yeah i think she forgot she was going to do a text i think so too yes that's the first thing (laughs) the second thing is that sounds like an insurance nightmare oh there's no insurance insurance come on you they better darn well have a rider release you know what i am gonna need you there's none of that there ain't ain't none of that in the middle of texas y'all won't ride we're not having any legal crap here jamie hop on if you want legal crap you don't ride here no, but I guess, in, though, that Massachusetts person, if they were willing to travel, has a perfect place to ride right there. I it, mean, it's like you're just in the wrong place. Yeah, that that would be a perfect match made in heaven right there. Laura sent the next one. It's our horse trailer of the week. Now, this is the first. <laughs> it's also in Los Angeles. Horse trailer, $800. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, selling my horse trailer in fair condition. No, you're not. It's not what? in fair condition. There's nothing fair about this horse trailer. So it's buried in a heap of junk in the woods. And I mean, there's junk everywhere. The It's one of those two, two horse rounded front trailers like we get every week. But <laughs> the roof, they put some uprights up and they put a square shed roof with metal corrugated roofing on it that comes down to the sides and is stapled into the side of the trailer. I don't know <laughs> if you're doing that justice. <laughs> because know how to describe it's it. <laughs> basically where the top would start on a rounded front horse trailer, that's gone. So it's just the top is is off of this horse trailer. But they're like, you know what? We need some cover. <laughs> so what they did is they nailed up like a foot above it a like it's like a pallet, like a couple pallets for the roof, but then they covered it, like you said, in the corrugated metal. metal. And if you drive down the road with this, it will rip right off because <laughs> the wind is just gonna rip like a sail, it, or it'll fly, or the trailer will just fly. <laughs> That's right. Only heavy horses in this one, actually, not because I'm not the sure. Tongue that. The tongue is on the ground. You can't see any tires. There's like the tires fencing, rusted fencing material propped up against it. There's an old bucket. Like at least move the water bottle out of the front of the picture. <laughs> By the way, way over our $400 limit. Nobody's allowed to buy it. I don't think we had to worry about that. <laughs> uh, no, don't worry about it. Cynthia sent the next one in. And uh, I don't know where this ad is from, but uh, how can people like this get cults? Okay, whatever. Lovely cult full. <laughs> jealousy coming down there. <laughs> I'm so bitter. It's not even funny. It's probably black. Lovely cult full looking for a home house emoji at weaning dad is a Siva breeding in the photo blue. Rome stallion mom is the pal and white mare. What? I don't know. His mom, a champion. So is his Phil. Sister of the Bay in the photo. The other one by her is his half-sister to be passport and jab before he go 500 pounds. <laughs> what the actual heck did I just read? I no idea. That doesn't make any sense. I can read that fast or slow and still not going to make any sense. The only thing I got out of that is the whole family was talked about, uh, apparently, and is in the picture, which we didn't well, see. Well, all I got was it's a lovely cult fault. <laughs> it's probably black. I've never heard cult fault. I've heard Philly cult or, or no, yeah, just I've never mm. heard cult fault. It's probably black and beautiful and evolution. <laughs> Rebecca sent the following one in. It's a pocket rocket. Anyone the rocket look emoji. <laughs> of the emojis in these things are just bringing it. Uh, anyone looking to add a super cute and sweet little pocket rocket to their herd for some fun times? This is your girl right here. We have four-wheelers, fast cars, motorcycles, and other horses go around the property, and she does just fine with them. This girl wants to just please all day long and do her job as she is young and green, and I only recommend an experienced rider. So She's fine with all this stuff, not so good with a rider. Not she's, so good with somebody actually riding. driving her. She's oh, great God. with everything else, just don't ride her. Oh, man, what a mess. All right, Abby sent the one in, and she gets Double the entries. Hi, Jamie. 
Hi, Glenn. Hi. I think I found the ultimate bad ad. All right. Here we go. It's from the Quarter Horse for rehoming. And- it's going to be hard to beat the one that we started with. Just saying, Abby. You got a competition. Yeah. And adoption. Facebook group. All right. Buckskin mare for adoption. 15.1 half American buckskin mare. Eight years. Don't let her age put you off. She has so much life in her. Rags won't be sold to a novice. Rags loves schooling. She would quite happily school every day, but she is lazy. If you let her drag her feet and go round like a donkey, she quite happily will. Rags is not phased by any traffic, but can be spooky at silly things like a cone in the road or her own shadow. But she is the kind of horse that jumps on her own terms. She doesn't like jumping more than once a week. She is spooky with new fillers and, for some reason, red poles. Once she has a good look, she will jump them like normal. Okay, this goes on and on and on and on for a million years, but y'all are probably tired of hearing my voice, so I'm done. <laughs> All right, done. Well, I'm out. That's our first person who's ever quit really bad ads. <laughs> what I want to know is, number one, how do they know she only wants to jump once a week? Is there like a time card that she punches <laughs> yeah, when she enters it. the arena? Number two, red poles. I've never heard a horse spooking at red because their best vision is yellow, blue, and white. So that makes no sense whatsoever. I All of it. All of it. Rags, you sound amazing. Um, <laughs> thanks, Abby. Hannah sent the next one in. This is the, uh, is the Craigslist or is this, this is Facebook? Allegheny County Butler County horsing around. Okay. Pennsylvania. 11 year old APHA gelding 15.1 hands needs some maintenance. I keep front wedge shoes on him. Needs more saddle time. Like to push some bounties sometimes. (laughs) Would be at least if you're going to misspell, misspell it to not another word that doesn't fit. Would chasing be, criminals <laughs> <laughs> likes to push those bounties uh would be suited for light riding or trails of bought for gaming but isn't working out as and he doesn't like it too much not for beginners 18 carrot emoji x indiana pa so how much is 18 carrots is that 18 180 or 118 I don't 1800? know. I don't know. I don't this know. This new language on Facebook, I don't understand totally. I don't need a 15 hand wedge shoes wearing <laughs> APHA gelding who actually won't do any <laughs> sort of gaming. <laughs> I'm done. I'm not doing it. Sounds great, though. Somebody's going to love it. Everybody's quitting today. It's a bunch of yeah, quitters. Quit. quit. You know what? I quit. All right. I just give that first ad. Uh, uh, We're going to keep that one for future playing because. Just uh, play it again. Let's end it with it. All right, everybody. We're not going to have a post show today. We we actually have some appointments to get to. Uh, But we're going to end the show with the cutest 10 year old in life. Hi, this is Vicki and my 10 year old granddaughter, Serenity, from Tennessee. She's going to read a bad ad from a Tennessee Facebook page. This is not an accident. I have two horses for sale. One is a seven-year-old Dan Stallion, started on the saddle. He's doing awesome. We ride him every day. The other one is about maybe 10 to 15-year-old. Not 100% sure. She's green broke. We ride her every day. Mare, both great horses, and the longer we have them, the more we'll work on them. So the price will go up. 
we were going to use the stallion as a show horse, and then the mare is a trail horse. I've only had them a little over a month, so they mm-hmm. do have Coggins. Both horses, both these horses are pretty laid back. They do not like the canter. Oh, so good. Best dad ever. I love the girl. I say mare like that all the time. Honey Boo Boo reads an ad.